This is the Gross Domesticated Podcast Live, aka GDP Live. Hey, Kevin, good to see you in the chat. Uh, we also got uh, we go live every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 11 ish till 1 p.m. And uh, you can catch it on Facebook on the Gross Domesticated Podcast page, or you can also catch it on Instagram at Baby Mermaid Productions uh, on Instagram. Just follow it there. If you don't catch the show live, you can catch uh, past episodes, audio only, wherever you get your audio podcasts, or on YouTube, on the Baby Mermaid Productions podcast page. Uh, it's a YouTube page, but it's it's basically all podcast. I say that every time. Hey, Jazzy, I love that nickname. Uh, I was just talking to my mother about this this morning. Real morbid conversation uh, with coffee over coffee this morning with my mom. I, uh, we, we were talking, I usually, uh, call her when I get back from jujitsu. I just skipped, uh, juju this morning because, uh, my, I have a calf bruise and it hurts a lot and it's, uh, it's, uh, pretty bad. I, I, I thought actually this is, uh, how my stupid, uh, non-medical brain. Hey, Ke uh, uh, John, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I almost called him Kevin as well. John. Hello, John Montague. Uh, I was talking to my mom this morning <clears throat> and uh, oh no, I skipped jujitsu uh, jiu this morning because my calf hurt like fucking crazy. <laughs> hey, Jizzy. <laughs> and uh, um, I, di I didn't know what it was. I was freaking out because yesterday morning when I went to put my socks on, again, my calf hurts. I don't understand uh, why, again, I had all this bruising at my ankle. And I was like, oh, no, because I had just seen a post from a fighter. I believe Julian Marquez is his name. Uh, he's the Cuban Missile Crisis. Great fighter. Love him. Uh, he uh, from Kansas City, Missouri, a real uh, kind of a shtick guy, like good personality, like his uh, call out after he won uh, his the first fight. I, I saw him, I think, this year. Uh, and he afterwards, he said he called out Miley Cyrus. He asked her to be his Valentine. And I go, that's that's pretty funny. I like that. A, a fighter, just this guy, this uh, killer, goes out and then says Miley Cyrus. And then she said something about shaving a heart into his chest hair, and she's his. And, like, boom, he did it. You know, I, I, I don't know if he actually did it or not. Uh, and then he uh, just beat uh, Smiling Sam Alvey with a pretty uh, uh, severe neck crank. Or it was kind of like a side, uh, not really a rear naked choke, like a side side naked choke, but they were both close. In their new Venom gear, really cool for the UFC. And uh, <laughs> but no, he won by submission. And then, uh, but no, he he posted this thing about uh, this severe, crazy injury that he had. That actually, John, you may know about. Uh, it's a, a I guess a thing that uh, baseball players get a lot, or it's like a latimus dorsi muscle ripped from the bone or whatever. He had a one hundred percent. Like the doctor that did the surgery said. He, he had done a million of those surgeries or thousands of those or whatever and never seen one that bad. Like it was the most severe injury he'd seen. And, it, and, and from what, and I'm very much aware of my uh, Pertella tendon since uh, a personal friend of mine, as well as a, a comedian, um, two people, uh, Tom Segura had this really bad injury where their Pertella tendon just kind of tore away from their, no, uh, their knee and um, I've been very aware of that, like just 
like make sure I'm hydrated, stretching a lot, no basketball because both of those injuries happened while they were playing basketball. Both people. That's crazy. I think that's nuts. No more basketball for Pat. No more. Pat will. I've never played a ton of basketball. Actually, I played for a little bit, was very interested in middle school, but was too fat for it and ended up hurting my knees from j- jumping too much, I think. Uh, uh, that is kind. I think that's I, I'm minimalizing it, but that's definitely a true story. Uh, bad knees. So my legs are valuable to me. I want to take care of these babies. You know, if I, put, I put these guys through a lot. I've been fat most of my life. So when I had this really bad injury, I was like, uh, and then I saw this weird bruising. It kind of looked like, and, and yes, obviously I, I wouldn't be able to walk on it if it 100% tore away from the bone. Right. But I was thinking, oh my God, maybe this is too many dunks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Honestly, one too many dunks. Tom Segura in, in that case, was it was both of them actually i think in both cases they were going up to dunk lat dorsi is a terrible injury it's such a huge muscle yeah you know what i mean like and i don't want like i calf is a pretty important one too i was just listening to a podcast with uh george st pierre was the guest gsp uh a retired ufc fighter uh very famous french canadian he was uh he was talking about leg locks and leg locks were not really focused on a lot early on in uh, jujitsu and, and MMA and stuff like that. And and eventually a person kind of brought up uh, a person, Dean Lister, uh, brought up the fact that like uh, to him he, and he shared it on the show uh, that, you know, like he said, it's the math doesn't add up, but he says legs are 50 percent of the body. Why wouldn't you do it? Why wouldn't you attack those two? Why, why not? Why just the, and I was like, well, you know, you got a torso, you got arms and a head and stuff like that. There's, it's like, it's a third of the body. It's a very important third of the body. You can even put it that way. It's not, it's not 50%. I, if, if your legs are 50% of your body, I think, I don't know if that adds up. Am I wrong? John, you may know that. I don't know. I'm putting a lot on you today. I apologize. Great photoshops by John, by the way. I want to thank publicly uh, John Montag for uh, doing such a wonderful job. Again, Montague uh, spelled Montag said, I apologize. I, I missaid it earlier, um, but uh, great photoshops uh, had me LOLing in the last episode. And I want to, I, I hope that the audio is a little bit better on this one. I don't know what happened. Uh, I, 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 with the, the file on the last episode, it, it's, it's a little staticky or shitty audio or whatever. I'm trying to be better. Hey, that's why they're daily-ish. Every other daily, you know? Trial and error. We're getting it right. We want to get the right chemistry, you know? You peep. You pound. I listen. You know, you can join in on Instagram. You can pound off on uh, Facebook. You can comment even after the fact. It doesn't matter. I want to... I wanna, this, this is a dialogue, not a monologue, guys. John's pounding off in the uh, comments on Instagram. He says tear uh tears in a lot of pitchers in baseball overuse yeah so yeah it's like that but he was like and i don't know if it happened actually during the fight or not i really didn't read the whole post but <laughs> i just got to the latimus door sign i was like oh my god is that what's happening my uh, do i have a latimus, latimus calf calf's guy calf's leg do i have a calf's leg but uh I, I, it was like he was like punching and he had this the thing is like you always get the bruising somewhere else but it's like it's 
but the it, you know it bunches up here or something like you know whatever the fuck it ugh. always attack the eyes <laughs> you they count they are the lat dorsi of the face Ooh, that's a really good hint so if you're ever in a fight go for the latimus dorsi of the face aka eyeballs windows to the soul if you're a hippie i'm not don't let the headband fool you this is outlaw pat baby um i feel like so i i so uh again to continue i was uh talking to my mother this morning and i i said something about uh she said that she she wanted to uh she's like oh you know i gotta i have to she's like i gotta pick the song for you know she's she's making you know she's she's being responsible she's making some arrangements it's you know no no big deal there's no bad news nothing to report just making arrangements just being responsible and so she's you know to lighten the mood where she's just telling me about some of the stuff she's like oh yeah i gotta pick a song and everything i was like you don't get to pick a song i was like that's like a nickname you don't get to pick your memorial song i will it's what suits you the best we'll we'll find out it's one of those things it's one that it's for it's for us it's not just you know you're not gonna hear it it's for us. And then I told her it's going to be either uh, Cisco's The Thong Song, I believe it was, or Laffy Taffy. Um, so either one of those songs, I think, is going to be suiting and really kind of sums up mom perfectly. If you if you really pay attention to the lyrics, uh, I, we can do another lyric breakdown. I don't know if I don't know if it's going to be as good. Obviously, Laffy Taffy's better than Faith No More. We all know that. <sighs> 69 boys, baby. Uh <laughs> Always attacked. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Kevin says uh, that's uh, like reading WebMD to self-diagnose. No, no, no. It goes further. So that was why I was catching you up why I was talking to mom this morning or I was talking to mom over the uh, over coffee about what songs have at our, uh, our memorials or whatever. Um, but I had I skipped jujitsu because I was like, yeah, let me let me give it another day or so. And I'm like, the swelling's gone down. The tightness isn't as bad, but like the the bruising is weird, right? So it's just at the uh, at my ankle. I don't know if I can actually get it on camera, but <clears throat> but I'll, I'll post a picture or something. Um, but no, I I texted my jujitsu coach, my uh, jujitsu professor. I apologize, Jeff. So uh, Doctor Jeff, uh, Professor Jeff, did remind me that he is not a doctor. So I, I was like, oh, OK, whatever. I was just like, what? Like, what? Have you seen this before? Is this this something? I was like, essentially like a, a late night host doing a monologue. I said, you seen this? You read about this? Right here. My my caficus foot foot lie leg. What the fuck is this? Why is this? I said it hurts up here, <laughs> but it's 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 a showing down here. What's going on here? Why do I why do I have a bruised ankle? And the, you know what I mean? Like that's it's it's really kind of weird. So uh so Jeff, my <laughs> my doctor, uh said this is essentially like I, I just want to know like if, if this isn't like something you've seen before, because if it's like he's again reassured me, not a doctor, uh, but he did say uh, you know, ice it. It looks like you got a really bad calf bruise. And then the blood is, uh, it, oh, hold on, how did he put it? Uh, hold on, here we go. I'll look in, he says, I'll look into it, but it looks like you bruised your calf muscle. 
the bruise at the uh, the bruise at the bottom of your foot is uh, blood pooling from your calf. Gravity makes that happen. And yes, please send me a dick pic. In fact, send me all the dick pics. I, I offered him. I offered to send a dick pic for scale, just so he knew the uh, amount of swelling. And actually, I can just probably show that here. Then, right here, like that's my that's what my foot looks like. Oh, go on now. <laughs> it's weird, right? Hold on. There you go, John. Take a look. That's like and but up and then up on my calf, it just looks fucking swole and it hurts to touch like it hurts to touch and it, it's tight to walk on. So I was like, Dr. Beck, what's going on? Um, I do like the fact that he reminded me. He's like, uh, I'll look into it. Like I have Google, too. Like, I, I don't know why you're asking me. I'm asking him as like I was asking him uh, in in the scale of jujitsu. <laughs> is this is this normal? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I've seen that before. Yeah. And I was like, oh, OK, as long as you've seen it before. If, if he was like, damn, I don't I don't have no idea what the fuck that is. <laughs> Karate doctor coming to Netflix 2021, Kevin. <laughs> John says, uh, so I calls my karate guy, my karate doctor. And I and asked uh, why my uh, my under knee is is ouchy. Exactly. And then he answered the question. Now I understand. It's a, it's a, I, I finally, I finally know. I, I, it wasn't like a, it wasn't like a, I also, my other medical thing, by the way, actually, I should actually go to the doctor because something on my elbow, I have a little bump right here. I wasn't going to ask Jeff, like, I'm not going to go up to my uh, karate doctor and just say like, Hey man, have you, you know, like touch right here. Is that normal? Although there is a person that I rolled with at jujitsu that said that he was a uh, physician's assistant, I believe, or he was maybe possibly uh, training to, what is it? Studying? Studying. That's it. To be a doctor? Not a doctor. Uh, so I did ask him, I was like, you know, hey, this is, is this normal? Like <laughs> I've done that shit before too. Like I'm such a fucking dumbass. I obviously need to go to the doctor, but I'm just like any possible, like if one person, if one person's like, yeah, that's normal or, oh yeah, just put some whatever on it. I'm just like, okay, yeah, good enough for me. Karate doctor says, looks normal. Blood pooling at the bottom of your foot. Totally normal. He did, but he did not. He did not say don't train. I suggested that. I, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna take a day off. I'm gonna take a little bit of time for Pat to to relax and podcast a little bit, talk with his buddies online, and stream a bit, talk to my mom about what what jams, what jock jams we're gonna have at our memorial. I figured, come on, ride that train. I I, I feel like it needs to be. Uh, like, like, it's just like good times. Like, you know, you don't get to pick your own because then you're going to be like, uh, like this one's deep. Like I, I thought about that. It's so weird that I had, I've had that thought before and not in a, and not in a, uh, like I was planning my own death or anything like that. Just, just, you know, like, Hey man, I like this song a lot. I would like, if anything, I was using my funeral. I was thinking at the time, cause I was probably 20 maybe 19 years old at the time. Uh, and I think it was a thrice song that came out on uh, the album Visu. <laughs> and I remember just being like, I love this song so much that I was like, I want this. I want to play this with for all my buddies. 
Like for everybody that I know, I just want them to have to listen to the song. <laughs> I was using it like a, like essentially like a, like a, when you roll up to the fucking jukebox with a 10 spot, like you all are my bitch now. Like you have to listen to this. <clears throat> I feel, I feel like that's, that's exactly what I was like. I was planning that. So obviously there's a level of maturity that I've reached now in my thirties where I'm like, you know what? Just play what song you, you you like. I'm not because honestly, I made a playlist. I worked really hard on a playlist for my uh my wedding that really just kind of got kind of skipped over eventually. <laughs> like I was kind of like, all right, well, you know, I'll put some thought into that. Okay. But by that time I was already drunk and married at the time. So I was on cloud uh 117. Popped out of the shower, forgot my wedding ring, but don't forget it, ladies. Taken. Understand? This is the only finger you need to worry about, bitch. <laughs> Hands off. This broken man, <laughs> this guy who has all these bumps and uh, so, oh yeah, my uh, what I was saying is, if I find a bump on one side, I immediately go to the other side to see if I can find an identical bump, and then if I can't, I go, uh oh, gotta check that out, probably right, and then I so I got a bump over here, but not over here. Could be elbow, could be elbow uh, 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 paralysis. Who knows? Could be uh, elbow uh, cancer. I don't know. Physicians assistants uh, really are good to go, uh, go for info. They know uh, how dumb, <laughs> how to dumb down smart medical stuff to make sense for normal brains. He really was like, and he wasn't like he he. I I was apologizing like oh, I I shouldn't do this, man. I'm sorry. And he's like, and he's like, no, 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 it's all right. Like, like if it, like, I'm not like saying like, Hey, you know, let's, can you do a physical, like <laughs> let's go in the locker room. I'm going to pop these, uh, these, these gi pants off. I'm going to turn my head. You let me know what's going on. Uh, anything else? Like if we can do a blood work, I can give you a stool sample again, just wait there. <laughs> it's, I go better when people watch. So if you can watch, you know, <clears throat> but I, I so yeah I gotta either I have to go back to jujitsu and hope that my 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 doctor's there, and uh, say you know I got this bump on my elbow is that normal in jujitsu that you get bump right here like it's like not not my elbow I know what that bump is this bump right here is my elbow, but this one I don't know there's like a little bump in there, Oof. it's weird. Also yeah there's things like uh it, it's funny because there's a, uh, I don't know there's a there's a level of like blood pooling i don't know why i don't know whenever the words blood pooling have ever made me feel comfortable but when my my very respected jujitsu professor says i've seen that before don't worry about it i you know i mean he's he's also somebody who trains a lot on a uh, on a on a pretty fucked up knee <laughs> it's pretty fucked up but he's you know there's a level of like is this, I wasn't saying, is this like cancer? It was, you know, my calf didn't run. My calf didn't tear 100% from my bone, did it? And he's like, no, I don't think so. Hey, after we roll around uh, sweaty, you think you can take a look at this thing in my nets? Or just, I honestly, if if you can get them in the right position, you just be like, hey, by the way, while you're there, while I got you in this triangle, no, I couldn't triangle him. Uh, no, there's a, there's a, there's a level of like professionalism 
that I, I like to keep like if if there's it's kind of the same thing like and because I've reacted that way too, where people just kind of like go like, hey, Pat, tell me how you do your thing. Tell me how you do everything you do. It's like, well, I'm, I'm kind of, you know, this is kind of what I try to do for this is what I'm doing for women, right? Like this is what I want to try to do here. And it's like if it if it was a matter, I feel like there's a difference between uh, advice and then just like and 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 do the work you did the work for me now uh just go ahead just give me all the information it's like eh, i don't want to do that like you know what i mean like i, I don't want to just say I, I there's a level of so like he went to med school he went to do you know i don't want to but he gets paid a lot of fucking money and he does have a job there is a there is more of a demand for doctors and physicians assistants and all that than there are podcast producers i understand it but, I mean, hey, if you've listened to a lot of podcasts, there is a lot more demand than you think. Okay. So, <laughs> this is the guy who had the uh, world's worst audio yesterday. And, again, I do apologize. I addressed that, and I hope it's a lot silky smoothier uh, today because – and then, honestly, if it's not and you don't like it, I don't, I don't really give a shit. Who do you think you are? I am. Okay? Don't forget it. I am. The calf hurts less. He also suggested aspirin. He said ice, and I assume he meant ice cream. So I went for some ice cream. Again, doctor's orders. Uh, so I, hopefully my calf feels better, and I can go back to jujitsu soon because. And on, on, you know, I want to re-injure it. Let's go. Come on. This leg ain't gonna injure itself. Come on. This right leg. This isn't the one actually. Uh, for for a lot of years, it's so weird. I'm. I don't believe. For a lot of years, I kind of went back and forth on like, eh, am I, John, please, this trigger warning, John, I apologize. I wasn't necessarily into religion, you know, but I was also trying to figure out like, I was kind of still um, like, I, like, I, 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 my, uh, I would be like, oh, yeah, fuck, what a religious dumb, you know, <laughs> but then I'd also be like, I hope God didn't hear that. If, if God's real, I'm fucked. Can you get uh, the Kung Fu uh, physician's assistant on the cast one day to answer all our dumb medical questions? That would be really good, actually. He is really funny. I think I, I like talking to him. Like he's a he, like I I consider him a cool dude. Like I already consider it, considered him a, a person that I enjoy talking to anyway. And I don't always just ask him medical advice. I just felt bad in the like being like I felt like I was using him for his. Uh, uh, but I, if he is on board for it, because he really didn't, he wasn't that, uh, he was, he was willing to give me information, but also saying like, yeah, you should now, nah, if you want to get it checked out, that's probably a good idea. Or I, that's my thing. A lot of times is like, sometimes when I'm like, oh, I have a, I have a bump here on my elbow. I have a bump here on my elbow. I don't know why I said it like that. Uh, you know what? I don't know. What, what's a elbow doctor? Like, is that, is that a, you go to a bone doctor? Is there such thing as a bone doctor? Internal medicine, because it's in my body. Most of the stuff shouldn't it be like internal. It's like internal medicine, dermatologist, obviously, because then that would be uh, outdoor medicine, <laughs> and the <laughs> out frontier medicine, I believe it's called. And then there's also like surgeons and all that shit, right? Dentists for the mouth, you know, which I go to now. Thank you very much. Um, 
I think the like I, so physician's assistant is kind of one of those things of like it's more of like I'm saying like hey man do you mind helping like just telling me you got a number for a guy for like a hurt finger I told him something about my my pinky was fucked up that's what it was it was my pinky was fucked up and and he said something about it's like the the uh oh god damn it I can't remember it now and I like it won't I don't know if it yeah see now it closes all the way it used to like it, it used to only go like to here I couldn't close flexor tendon. That's what it was. It was a flexor tendon. John, you probably know that too. Bone doctor equals orthopedic. Thanks. See, John, you know, John's, in, he was a sports dude. He's still a sports fan, but he was, he was in the sports realm. I'm not, I'm not, I'm, uh, you know, I'm just now getting my karate doctor. He probably had a baseball doctor years ago. Coach, doctor. Um, my flexor tendon was fucked up and he was just basically he told me what that was like i was like oh man my pinky won't close why and he's just like oh that's your flexor tendon and i was like oh okay i just tape up my finger still roll just just don't rely on that pinky you know go with the other pinky you lean heavy on your right pinky if your left pinky's hurt now look at that close actually that was also the lockdown but but it's still by the way it still hurts like right here <laughs> It fucking it's it's crazy if it like doesn't like it's like an it's like an old uh sore tendon. I have really sore tendon. I don't know if that's my bone. I don't know. Uh, you know what? Orthopedic. You're right. I got to go to my orthopedic doctor. Teeth are just uh, the bones of your mouth. Hey, doc, <laughs> I, I got a problem with my mouth bones. Can you help me? Could you take the little uh, bone uh, bone saw out of your little kit there and, and check out? Get your peepers on my mouth bones. Hey, come peep and pound on my mouth bones. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> Wait, when? <laughs> Don't hang up. Bones are just the teeth. Uh, bones are just the teeth of your body. That's what Kevin's saying. I like that. All right. We got Kevin and John pounding off real hard in the comments, guys. If you want to catch the lie pounding, because I do erase that video. Don't you forget that, bitch. All right. These videos don't live on. Only these right here. And also, if you're hearing it in your ear bones. Actually, I used to work with uh, the orthopedic surgeons in the Harrisburg area. I really can uh, probably connect you. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Hey, if you like, can like you, if you worked with them all or whatever, like, does that mean like you interacted? Did you have a lot of lunches? Maybe you can tell me who has the best personality because that's honestly what I need in a lot of my doctors. I need them. And I also, uh, I need to know the thing. I think uh, not that it, I, I don't mean this. And this wasn't my uh, my karate doctor that had. And I, I'm going to switch it to jujitsu doctor because he may get offended by it. If I keep calling him karate doctor, <laughs> that's just the show we're pitching. He's the inspiration for it. My, but my jujitsu doctor, Professor Jeff, was Professor Beck was uh, uh, he wasn't the person that uh, gave me this like. It was it, it's just the general kind of feel, I think, that I've I remember like a lot of people talking about going to the doctor when when like before the pandemic, we used to, you know, use a locker room at the, the gym. Now we kind of all train uh, either dress. I dress ahead of time, usually, usually. And uh, but um, we there used to be discussions of like, basically, if you go to the doctor uh, as somebody who regularly trains jujitsu, you are going to they're going to basically say like, yeah, if you don't want to have this injury or this problem, 
uh, just stop doing jujitsu. And like, and basically the, 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 the consensus on that is kind of like, like, nah, like, no, but like, what can I, like, is there a cream? Can I, is there a stretch? Can I do something? You know what I mean? Like, so it's kind of the same thing that I was talking about. I wasn't criticizing Jeff earlier by saying like, oh yeah, yeah. His knee pops out every once in a while, but like, it's also because it's like, yeah, it's all right. you can pop it back, you know? I, I, and who knows if that's, but it's, if you go to a doctor, they're going to be like, if he goes and gets that fixed, it's going to be lots of time away from jujitsu. And if you really like jujitsu, you don't want your, the, if the diagnosis is stop that thing you love, then it's not going to be, and it's not like, and it's, it's not even like a, I, I would like to compete more, but like, it's not even like most of the people compete even at the gym. So like, if you, if you're just wanting to do it, if it is literally just your hobby or it's just the thing that like, it's your exercise or it's your, it's your outlet or whatever it may be. You like to say like, oh yeah, well, if you're, if, if you keep bleeding in your ankles and your fucking calf hurts like a motherfucker, stop doing jujitsu. Like, yeah, duh, I can do that. But like, what can I do to continue jujitsu and not have all that bloody, uh, blood in my ankle pooling up there and then, uh, the severe pain in my calf. <laughs> oh, I can tell uh, you most of them are dickheads, like funny dickheads like me. Or like dickheads. Like, honestly, if that's the case, then oh, God damn it. You know, I, I like maybe then I don't need a specialist. Maybe I need uh, a physician's assistant for an orthopedic. Give me their assistance numbers, John. <laughs> Have them on my desk. No. Uh, yeah. If you actually if you can't even if you just veer, like veer me in the right like like play actually i don't even know what my fucking insurance covers so uh, honestly i may not have that much of a choice so um uh is that an insurance thing this is probably all off the air talk but who gives a fuck it's gdp man domesticated this part's under the domesticated part right doctors and stuff this is how i book all my doctor's appointments too live on gdp so if uh if you ever want to be part of that make sure you, you, you come on you, you can join come on now monday wednesday and friday from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m., you can pound off live. Kevin says, ear bones are pretty crazy, uh, turning sound waves into sweet lullabies. <laughs> that's cool, man. That, that, that should be your tagline for your, uh, your midnight uh, a.m. show. I would listen to that, too. Kevin, I feel like you should have a, a, a fucking cryptid podcast or, again, live uh, a.m., like midnight show, like an Art Bell type thing. Like there's, there's no, like, I, I feel like you're open to it. You know, you are makes these cool little fucking Sasquatch, uh, hunting license pins. I fucking love those things. I, I think I have both of them on my jacket, my jean jacket and my jean jacket is reserved for only the coolest patches. Okay. I, I, I've been mistaken for somebody trying to, uh, to what's it called? Uh, uh, appropriate biker culture or fashion and honestly i could not i honestly do not want to be a hippie i don't want to be mistaken for a hippie and i don't want to be mistaken for a biker no direct offense to either one of those unless you want this heat and i am fucking here for it so you know what offense by it no i don't want to be associated with either one of those because i don't necessarily identify with either one of those don't 
I'd have no desire to own, ride, or be on at any way or near motorcycles. Uh, and also, uh, the kind of the same thing. When Dom told me or asked me if I was wearing patchouli, I immediately felt so self-conscious about my new deodorant that I was wearing. Because I, I finally found aluminum-free deodorant, which makes me sound like a hippie as well, but that is more of the conspiracy theorist in my head. That's what I'm saying. I'm very, I'm, a, I'm like a, I'm a, I am, I will absolutely uh, accept and, and embrace the moniker of snowflake because I am like, I, I feel like the most snowflakiest of anything. I'm very unique. <laughs> I have a weird, a lot of weird thoughts. You heard them in the last show over all that static. Uh, there was, uh, I have very interesting thoughts about suicide. I don't need to reiterate them, you know, but. That's very clear. I'm a very clear advocate for assisted suicide. <laughs> um, denim jacket. I said it wasn't, and then I just did it. Denim jacket isn't biker culture leather. That's what I thought. So I had so, but I had jean jacket with patches, pins, and bandana, and people went biker. And I would think, okay, so I would if somebody said hippie, I would kind of I would go like, oh yeah. And I and I had done a show that night, and I had talked a lot about drugs, so like I understand that you know somebody during that show that night uh during my set my performance while i was on stage told me i reminded them of seth rogan so very very kind heckle i i honestly i find it flattering but it might have been i don't wasn't wearing the jean jacket at the time but i did have the uh, bandana i don't know if he wears bandanas uh that's closer to punk right I, and honestly if if I'm gonna say if you said like oh that's your punk rock dude, I go like fuck yeah I would unironically take that as a compliment even if you meant it as an insult I go thanks bro I say Pat you look punk as fuck I go fuck yeah dude <laughs> I don't care it doesn't matter I it, like I'm into fashion now baby I'm embracing this natural curl I'm I'm doing the headband I I credit Dominique wife George wife underscore George on Instagram make sure you give her a follow. 100%. Joggers, I credit more to uh losing weight because like I I I've, I've been on I've been on the jogger bandwagon for a long time. I don't even know if it's a bandwagon. I might have been in on it years and years ago, but I was at a a size where joggers didn't work for me. You got to be a, a a a a lot skinnier fat if not fat even at all. And it turns out I was super duper fat, way too fat for joggers. But now I'm embracing the jogger. This is a 2X shirt. I just like the I just really like the shirt. And uh, but uh, I'm down to a large. Come on. Who loves I mean, Yeah, who loves you, baby? I was reminded again by Manny this uh, past weekend that I, I cannot. I accidentally uh, went into some uh, fat material and I was like, oh, wait. Oh, fuck. I forgot. I'm not fat. It's been so. I've. I've it's it's it sounds like a humble brag I promise but I just it's been I have not had a ton of time on stage not fat uh, except for just like open mics and stuff so like long form so it's like one of those things of like oh I like to be more spread let me try to pull from here pull from here it's like uh oh what are you doing from there you know Pat they don't get it had to abort quick I I recovered don't worry about it. We won't. <laughs> I mean, uh, you legit look like you're uh, cosplaying for young Jerry Garcia at this point. Yeah, I and I understand that. Like, 
I'm not offended. I guess that's the thing is like, I don't, I don't like it, but I'm, a, I'm, I understand it. I don't understand the biker thing with the, again, with the denim and the bandana. I don't know the bandana thing. Actually, you know, I, I, it's hard for me even to perform a lot of times at the comedy zone in my own mind, because I know everybody is looking this way at the stage and on the stage. If you've, if you've been to the comedy zone in Harrisburg at all, uh, the stage has all this uh, painting on the back and it says comedy zone and like weird fucking toothy mouths, like crazy looking like uh, uh, what's the thing? Rocky Horror Picture Show kind of lips, but with like like very bright, big teeth, big, like almost like dentures. And then like some dead comedians, some alive comedians, some comedians that have been there. Um, and then uh, like Cheech and Chong, right? Like right right at the stairs, like right as you're walking up. So at one point, my face like this, this face with the beard and the bandana and everything, because, hey, I'm embracing that natural crew. I got, you know, all this other stuff. Uh, walking up the stairs, like at some point is like parallel completely to Tommy Chong's face. And then while I'm on stage looking like this, uh, he, he's right there. So it's like, and then, like, I don't, I don't mean, I don't want it to seem like hack to like fucking uh, shout out to hacks, to like to say like, oh, I look like this, but I, I feel like, yes, I get it. Like, and I promise, I am not doing this on purpose. I'm not trying to look like Jerry Garcia on purpose. I'm not trying to look like a biker on purpose. Uh, I don't know what I'm trying to do. I'm just trying to, to, to look cool. I, I really, honestly, that's it. And if anybody thinks I look cool and be comfortable. Like, what the fuck? If that, I think that's kind of what everybody's trying to do. Some people focus on the, the comfortable, and that's okay, but it's, some, it's, you know. And then with me, I just haven't had choices my whole fucking life. So I'm trying to, I'm trying to get used to being able to pick what clothes to wear. I bought a shirt at Banana Republic, guys, and that's bananas in itself. Uh, 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 I mean, it barely fits, but it, it's there. You know what I mean? It's crazy that like uh uh like that's a uh, I, those kind of places like stores like that and and like I I don't want to be I I truly am like somebody that goes like I'm I'm happy to buy clothes at Walmart I'm happy to buy clothes at Target uh Banana Republic uh fucking it does, whatever like I bought I bought a shirt at a fucking museum gift shop that I legit legit is one of my top five shirts right now. I love that shirt. I wish I could wear it every day. And you saw it because what does it have on it, John? What does it have on it? Got a fucking bridge on it. I love bridges. I want to go on a bridge tour. <laughs> not unironically, not a covered bridge tour. Doesn't have to be like fancy. I want like I want I want uh mammoths. In, in in modern design love a bridge target has really awesome clothes now yeah like it's weird and i know i i i used to be really weirded out by or like self-conscious about like possibly running into another person that was wearing a shirt that i was wearing and by the way at the at the show that i was at that the lady told me uh i reminded her of seth rogan there was a guy that uh a, this big fat big old fat guy walking around in a and this button up flannel long sleeve shirt that I was like, Hey, I have that shirt. <laughs> I was like, I, I, 
I, I did not almost wear it, but I said, I was like, Oh my God, I think I almost wore that. Sh-. Like I, I definitely touched that on my way to this shirt. You know what I mean? Like I was moving this one out of the way to put this one on, but it was, it's, it's just that close. It was just in the other hand. And imagine if I was at that channel, I'm like, I'm wearing the same shirt as this motherfucker. If you guys don't like me, I don't fucking understand it. Like we obviously connect somewhere. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's like, I don't understand, but luckily they did, They connected. Don't worry, guys. Uh, next time you come to New Jersey, we can walk uh, the Ben Franklin bridge. It's uh, fun. It, I run it sometimes. Yeah. Oh my God, John, dude, I will buy you an ice cream cone. And we could hold hands and it's going to be the most fun time ever. Or we can do the six feet thing. If you want to be fucking cool and you want to like protect your baby, but I am very much vaccinated FYI. So we're walking the, what's the, what's the, what's that one? Is that the one that goes from Jersey to Philly? Ben Franklin bridge. Do we have to pay, do you have to pay to walk bridges? This is a, Hey, I have a very interesting question. If there is a series of enterprises <laughs> that you could go to, is it cheaper to avoid tolls to just park on one side, walk the bridge or walk past the, the thing and then go, you know what I mean? Because some of those bridges, eh, they're expensive. Bridge date. Yeah, I can't wait. And, and honestly, and maybe we'll save a life. Not a joke. I'm, I'm not joking. I told I would be absolutely uh and I would be so happy to go like hey one of those things like hey what's going on man come on come on down grab on them I'll put my jean jacket on them we'll get them an ice cream it's gonna be so fucking lit dude <laughs> free to walk baby yes fuck yes that's the key you just drive up to one point stop at some you know park oh I guess you have to pay to park fuck we'll figure this out. Or just force gump it. Just keep running. Keep going. Right? I love that. What you know, uh, side note, we're gonna get into it a little bit later. Uh I was talking about hippies, but uh I, and I want to talk about I, I was hoping Charles would be here. I'm I'm I'll wait a little bit longer about this because there's there's a theme today. And it's and it's uh uh serials. There's a there's a, a a show called Serpent that we started watching on Netflix uh, that I wanted to talk that was directly so, uh, suggested by uh, Charles Baynard himself, Zanzani, uh, the the Zanzaniel, sorry, Zanzaniel. I don't know why I said Zanzani. Uh, at the halfway point, the bridge uh, of the bridge, they have the number for the suicide prevention hotline on a sign. That's cool. Hell yeah. Can you imagine if you get up there? Oh man, I forgot my phone. Fuck. Like, we'll lend somebody our phone. If anything, let the professionals or the volunteers, let's just say, because they're volunteers, help. Do they get paid? I think it's I think it's volunteers. But we're watching a show uh called Serpent on Netflix. And uh it's about a it's like the a very unique serial killer that uh Kind of, that uh, mainly targeted people like I'd never heard of this, uh, the the hippie trail. And uh, there is a phone there, too. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Why not just give it a direct line? Why do you have to make them dial? 
I'm not. I, why am I here? Why am I criticizing? Can you just call anybody from that phone? What if you get there and I'm like, come on, buddy. Hello, there's other people. I'm riffing. I'm riffing today. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it, guys. <laughs> um. So yeah, I, I uh, it was it was on the hippie trail in uh, da, da, da. and again, shout out to Charles for suggesting the show. Da, 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 it was uh, yeah, Thailand, Nepal, Pakistan, in in India, uh, Malaysia, France, Afghanistan, Turkey, and Greece. Span of crimes from 1963 to 1976. Pretty fucking cool ass show. I like it a lot. Um, but uh, I'll I'll go into that a little bit more uh later. But I just thought it was funny that we're talking about hippies. And uh, is anybody watching? Anybody else watching that? It's fucking. It's I honestly, it's one of those shows that's like, if he okay, so it. I'll go into it a little bit. He already knows about it, so I'll just catch everybody else on the show. Uh, it's uh. So the the serpent, uh, so the serpent killer, uh, Charles so so I I don't know how the how to say it uh, correctly, probably yet. Let me see if they have a phonetic saying, because they haven't said it on the show yet. I don't believe they've. Uh, they're just going through all of his uh, aliases now. Does not have a phonetic saying, so I'm going to say Charles sub Subraj. I think I nailed that. Um, but yeah, there's a uh, uh, basically it's a T yeah TV it's on Netflix TV miniseries. Oh fuck, hold on back now. Nope, wrong way. All right, here it is. Uh, is it a true story? So it's based on uh, the real events. If you've watched the eight part uh, limited series The Serpent, it is inspired by real events that took place in the 1970s on uh, the Southeast e uh, Southeast Asian hippie trail. Uh, it's a commissioned by BBC. One of the series was created by Mammoth Screen. Okay, so what happened to the real serpent? Sabraj is now 76. So he's still alive, guys. I don't want to give too much away. Also, I don't want to do too much research because I haven't finished the story, the thing yet. But uh, I've, uh, we're about, I think we're like halfway through. So if it's eight parts, we're about halfway through now. And I would highly suggest it. Um, I, the only thing is really interesting to me is like, and, and I don't like, I don't know. I don't mean it to be like a, like, a, it's not a criticism. It's just kind of a, a, a weird thing. The guy in the, the it's, 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 it's cool because it's interesting to me. I haven't heard a serial killer um, because that's, that's what this person is. Like it's a, a story of a serial killer uh, on the east you know they just said it but uh it's basically it's based on it's not like the traditional kind of uh, it's weird it's like a it's interesting finding uh like almost like regional serial killers because you think of like foreign serial killer you're kind of thinking like oh like oh yeah yeah like smart <laughs> like uh you know like one of those fucking uh hannibal Lecter types right like a British guy, you know, that's like, oh, I'm going to stab you and eat your insides. I don't know why I did a New York accent. Uh, <laughs> but there's a there's a level to this guy that's like, like the the people he's focusing on are like straight up privileged white fucking hippies. 
and honestly it's it's fucking cool as shit i i i really it uh charles the the reason i wanted to talk to charles about it was because uh he had mentioned that uh that i like i was saying that like a lot of these things like uh what was the other one <sighs> fuck narcos uh the one about pablo escobar um breaking bad and I, and, and I think soprano or not sopranos because we watched breaking bad before we watched sopranos weird right but uh those kind of shows kind of got me like not used to but like it kind of normalized rooting for bad guys like where where is the focus on like i'm always just kind of focused on uh the i'm focused on the like the main character like really just give me tell me who the main character is and let's go come on now you know that's uh, honestly that's i feel like it's not like even it's not even a uh it's not like i'm like in the story of Pablo Escobar, even when they're showing he's the villain, like in a lot of things, again, yeah, if he's bombing a plane, that's not cool. But also, like, I don't know, man. Like, they went after him for a lot, a lot of people, a lot of innocent people that didn't have to die, died. And I think after a while, it's kind of on both of them. Even though, like, he, he, like, and I'm not saying that to say that he was not a, he was not a bad guy. I would never I would, I'm just saying that like in that story, I'm just kind of like, yeah, he's a bad guy, but he's also like, yeah, there's a lot of bad people in the world. <laughs> I don't know. Like, <laughs> he also like gave a lot of money to people, but he hurt a lot of innocent people. I understand that it's a fucking, you know, hey, good guys are boring. Yeah, that's a good point, too. Like Kevin brings up Kevin's pounding off in the uh, uh, comments on Instagram and like it, it's kind of a like. Uh, like the boys the show like i i was like the most interesting and fucking like i and in my opinion like like the most compelling character and and it's it's kind of obvious is the is is homelander he's fucking great like it's crazy even though there's huey and he's like you know like like that stuff and maybe it's just me being a, a completely you know you know i, I uh, self-diagnosed spectrumy could be just a just a terrible sociopath maybe i'm just a mild uh you know that's why i'm empathetic to a lot of the victims but or to the uh, uh the villains but homelander is that thing of where you're like why what makes somebody like like again like wh what's the justification or the where's the and 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 to me, the serpent is one of those ones where it's like, no, man, I'm I'm fucking, I'm very not on his side, necessarily, but I'm also like, eh. I don't know, except for the fact that innocent people are dying, the fact that innocent people are being killed, manipulated, and or, you know, drugged or whatever, whatever it may be, that stuff. Yeah, I'm like, yes, I don't, but also like, there's some, what the fuck, what happened. And the way like they're kind of unfolding like the 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 character himself is like like oh this is like it, this is not just like because my last favorite show that I was I was watching was uh and I don't know if it's coming back or not but I I don't think it is it's a uh, fuck Mindhunter was that it on uh Netflix 
the FBI show. It's like basically the FBI profilers, like how they invented F, like serial killer profiles and like saying like uh, and, and invent the invention of the term and all that stuff. I, I don't mean it to like I, I don't ever mean it to minimalize their crimes or to uh, to uh, or the the loss or anything like that or to to give them celebrity or fame or anything like that. I, it just is. It is truly interesting to me what creates that that thing in their mind that they like in a lot of the things in the uh fbi show was basically i gotta figure out that sh- the name of that show i think it's mine hunter uh that'd be weird if it was mine hunters right mind hunter thriller series is that it yeah i was right okay so yeah, it's basically. Oh no, hold on. The first thing is: is Mind Hunter canceled? Oh no. The answer, unfortunately, is no. Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, why is that unfortunate? Uh, I'm gonna fucking fight whoever this says, whoever fucking wrote this. Uh, on uh, July 15th, uh, Netflix told TV Line that Mind Hunter season three is on indefinite hold, not technically canceled. Just that the cast and crew were released from their contracts, though uh, realistically, the chances of reassembling them in the future are slim. Oh, come on, please. That's uh, all right. It's a good show. Not, see, nothing good. The uh, Leftovers was great, and that was only like three seasons. Uh, Mindhunter's incredible. It's only two seasons, but um, it's them basically uh, creating. I don't know why I said it like that creating uh the like the the way to profile like what makes a killer like how can they catch this earlier on see a pattern earlier or notice trends even before they start you know killing and stuff like that it's fucking incredibly interesting and the way that this this serial killer himself uh right now i know him as uh alain uh but uh he is like it's it's you know, because you know when they do like they're they're doing their their bidding, they kind of do their little their little monologues, and they're just kind of like, uh, you know, uh, you know, this is what like I don't I don't want to give anything away. Watch the show; it's fucking incredible. But like when he's just like the the like things that he's kind of projecting or the things that he's it's still the it's still kind of the same themes in a little bit like a very lonely kind of uh like preying on weaker more manipulated manipulative easily manipulated people oh nailed it recovered on that one stuck the landing i fumbled a little bit on the beam but i stuck the landing uh we got some pounding here a perfect wow perfect huey lewis impression wait perfect huey impression god damn why did i add lewis now now who's projecting now if somebody came up to me and said pat you look like huey lewis i go oh come on now Take it easy. You flatter me. Thank you. Give me the vapors. Are you a serial killer? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Good guys, underdog movies had their time in the nineties. Forrest Gump, Radio. I am Sam. Uh oh, I found a pattern. Uh oh, he found the pattern. John Montag pounding off hard. I love it. Uh, <laughs> no, but I that it's the underdog thing. Even even something like Forrest Gump is 
is it's a great movie, sure. Yeah. But it's also like it's just the worst fucking story compared like compared to something like like I, I don't know. It's it is that's more of like a that's like the that's a more brutal story than even like Rocky. Like that guy is getting fucking like his <laughs> that girl just keep like Jenny just keeps fucking the way that 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 his friend Lieutenant Dan talks to him unacceptable just you know like all the time and then like he just shows up at his wedding and he's just like Flores we're old friends <laughs> it's like what the fuck you were just calling him an asshole and you're saying you fucking dickhead stupid dummy you can't eat a helmet you fuck and then as soon as he makes you money then you're best friends you got Lieutenant Dan leg. Look at you. Same as the space shuttle, Porsche. Like, that's just, he, he that guy, it, that is, that is a more brutal beating than Rocky. He, he takes such a fucking beating in that, that movie. You, you're good. You, my girl. You're my girl, Jenny. Oh, I have AIDS. That's your son. I got AIDS. He might have AIDS. We haven't checked yet. Gotta go. I'll bury me under that tree that that I fucking I first betrayed you at. <laughs> Another story, like if that story followed Jenny, way better fucking movie. Tell me, I mean, it, she didn't go to Vietnam or anything. Honestly, it would probably just be her in a lot of bathrooms crying, either on drugs, off of drugs, making you know like mistake like. It just, you know, come on, guys. Let's let's find out. Why don't we do 50-50? Remake. Uh, let's recast Forrest Gump, guys. Let's do it. We're here for it. I'm going to go first. Lieutenant Dan recast as, uh, what's his name? Who is, uh, who's J. Jonah Jameson? That guy. The farmer's guy. I think he could be a great Lieutenant Dan. Or is he too old? He's probably too old for it, right? We need no. He could play younger, right? Like they could have him young, like because he's bald. He could just be bald the whole time, or just give him a wig, right? In the Vietnam times, or would you make that like Iraq? Would you update it, and that's like the first Gulf War or something like that? Oh no, make Forrest a fucking firefighter on 9/11. Perfect. Oh, not a firefighter. He's a hot dog vendor that saves like three firefighters, or helps three firefighters save like a whole like the whole bottom 15 floors. But then when they go back to the bench and he's talking to the old lady and he, or the, the nurse lady, Oh, who, who are they talking to? Maybe a cop. Right. And he'd just be like, but we couldn't save any more floors after that. That's all I want to say about that. And then the, but the officer knows like, he's like, and he doesn't even say anything. The officer just stands up and he's just like, and he's just like, and then shakes his hand because like because famously uh, officer police officers and firefighters don't but like remind them like firefighters and police officers famously from what I've seen in a lot of shows and, and stuff like that. Uh, shout out to Brooklyn Nine-Nine and uh, what's the other one? Oh, fuck, I can't remember the something FD Tacoma FD firefighter show and a cop show. You're welcome. Um but, you know, then they just shake hands and then he gets on the bus or gets in a squad car. I guess he wouldn't be waiting at a bus stop. Finishes his lunch. 
We'll figure it out. Let's write this movie, guys. Rami Malik. Hold on, wait. Oh, here we go. We got some. How about how has uh, there not been a porn parody of for of forced mom uh, banging dudes to get forced into different schools? Yeah, Forest Hump. There you go. <laughs> Rami Malik stars in Forest Gump Two: Electric Boogaloo. No, it doesn't even have to be a sequel. Oh, I guess it could be a sequel. Forrest Gump's because he's also Forrest Gump, right? His son. But his son was like, remember how much he cried when he was like, when he was reading the, the book? And she's like, you're just so smart. He's <laughs> like, it's like, I mean, he's, he's like, Dad, I've been, this is my book. I actually have it memorized. I'm not even reading. Like, memorized. I used to, I ride across the country. Yeah, I remember. And then you made the smiley face shirt. Okay. What was Jenny doing at the time that he was like, this shit happens. You know, like, ugh, I know, I know, I know, I know. Uh, or go opposite route. This is what John's saying. Forrest works in a lab in Wuhan, China. And one day you let him mess around in the virus tube room. <laughs> I, I would love that. I just want to see a, a door, the door, the door hanging over, like the sign, like the psst, and he walks in and then they just pan up to the door and says it just says virus tube room <laughs> forrest gump jr grows up uh, to discover 8chan that would be cool yeah he's an incel or a school shooter no that's too dark let's not go that way let's keep it light rami malik i think would be a good forest i think that's good because he's got he's like he didn't he have he has the same tooth dom was saying something about that he has the same tooth thing that uh um freddie mercury has that's why that's why they picked him for the role right and then when, honestly i'm going like the third or fourth hand information here she i don't even know where she heard it i i mean, I, I i'm gonna back out of this one uh check out serpent on netflix no uh uh, I think Forrest Gump uh, remake is is due, and we go 50-50 with the story. 50% Gen A, 50% Forrest. I feel like uh, it just make it a little, a little bit more compelling. He's a hot dog vendor, uh, local hero because he went in. Uh, and like, does, does he have health problems? You know, like, let's say he even helps people after the fact, right? What would he discover? What would be the thing instead of discovering app or uh, investing in Apple? Remember, like he's like the ten a day invested some of my money in, in this fruit company. What would be the thing? Facebook, I would guess, right? It would have to be Facebook. Oh, Bitcoin! There it is. Figured it out. Bitcoin. I'm digging this remake. A uh, little known fact, if you're if you're a person who listens to the Proper Ebonics podcast, and if you don't, you can uh, listen anywhere you get your audio podcast, or you can watch videos of it on uh, Baby Mermaid Productions' uh, YouTube channel. Please subscribe there, like the videos, comment, pound off, let them know what you think, huh? But if you're a fan of Proper Ebonics, you would know that comedian Alan Massenberg, one of the co-hosts, along with Kirk Griffiths, Alan Massenberg, his favorite movie is Forrest Gump. Now, I don't know if I have probably, this isn't probably the best pitch in the episode. This, this episode isn't the best representation probably or way to, let's say, present 
uh, the remake of Forrest Gump, but I feel like I, I feel like we can do this. I feel like we can get him on board, and I feel like he should be he should have a role. Uh I, I he may not like it, and we could change the name if he wants. I don't know, but uh, he could be maybe the Bubba role. You know, that's very interesting. That like. The whole the whole movie. I may rewatch Forrest Gump today. Maybe I'm not remembering. I, I maybe I'm just thinking less. Let me. I want to feel like what the ride is. You know what I mean? Like watch the whole. Figure out the movie because I've seen it obviously, but I'll rewatch it now in context because that's a classic. It is a classic, and it, and and I'm not saying that it's a bad movie. I'm just saying that, like I would think that Jenny had a way darker life for sure but also i feel like uh force it's just force come just getting beat up that whole fucking movie something bit me that's really funny though i do like that part he discovers jet fuel doesn't mess Ooh, okay yeah that, see now that's an angle that'd be all right like let's say he that this is force jr right discovers that he's so smart he discovered that uh, jet fuel does it. He learned how to make memes. I'm so proud of you, Forrest. You made a meme. <laughs> I was gonna suggest black reboot of Gump, but uh, that may just be radio. No, because radio uh, again, that's a I, I think they kind and they go over it a lot in uh, not a lot, but they do go over it in um. Tropic Thunder, that's a famous scene. Again, Tropic Thunder is just, it's just, I feel like on the chopping block, man. How does that, like, how does something like, uh, it's just so interesting, still, like, still with the blackface. Do you think, is that, I wonder if that's why, uh, Robert Downey Jr. was like, you know what? I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, Iron Man's gonna be the only superhero ever to ever die in any movie ever <laughs> I, I guess except for maybe what's his face vision right but i don't even i don't even know uh, honestly don't quiz me on that i honestly don't know uh your forrest gump impression is also dr phil impression. yeah i i don't that, that second one was not that was not my best you're right thank you for pointing that out john he's keeping me honest ass pro and art dick of the show john montague uh john i don't john montag montague said Spelled, god damn it! It's been I've spent a while since I said that. I'm a little rusty on that. I need to work on that. Montague spelled Montag said, just so I can remember. No more reboots and remakes. Uh, where are the new stories? I, you know, I've been asking that for a long time. My my thing, my whole thing, my my angle with the Lady Ghostbusters wasn't like don't read, don't ruin my childhood, don't do this. It wasn't anything like that. My whole thing with the lady Ghostbusters is like, just do you do do your own thing, do a whole do your own thing. Like, why can't it be like them working together, or like, oh, you guys, you take over. I don't, I don't know. Like, there could have been so many different ways to approach that instead of just being like, oh, we invented the like. I don't. It's 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 just interesting to me. I also find it really interesting when they're like, uh, when certain comic book characters or something like that are depicted away and then they're, they're like 
And then when they put them in a movie or something like that, they're like, how could you have this person playing that? It, the character, like, it's like the character's fucking made up just like everything. Like the person gets to say whatever, like, like it, it, it's just, it's interesting to me that like how many times people, and I, I, this was something that we talked about a bunch of times uh, on Buddha boys and stuff. So I don't know if uh, Kevin's familiar with it or anything like that, but it, it's a lot of times it's interesting how fans seem to take over um uh like properties and things like uh like where they're kind of start dictating what the reality of like and it's like i don't know man like how can you how dare you tell the creator or the person who's like what their intent was like i i don't i I never understand that because especially in something when you're telling a story there obviously is intent it's not just an accident so like when they're creating characters and stuff like that, how, how could you tell them what, who should be who, you know, next up in the, is the Ghostbusters remake for kids where uh, we're hitting peak nostalgia. Is there really a Ghostbusters for kids coming out? Or you, I, I don't, I honestly, I honestly don't know if that's a joke or not. That'd be crazy, but you're right. I, I do. I do appreciate original stories. That's why I like something like this. Isn't again, this isn't a, a it's a, at the beginning, the only thing about the serpent, just to bring it back to that, uh, as far as like telling original stories and stuff, was like I don't. This isn't necessarily like it's it's based on true events, but they make it a point at the beginning of the show to say to have a disclaimer saying everything said on here is made up. It's just loosely based on a real story. And it's like, well, how? So like that's why obviously I googled it to try to get some of the real like what's going on like so they're it's but it's so precise in the 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 show that it's just making me more interested in the fact of like because like it, it's this uh asian french guy for asian french indian something like he's there's this bunch of ethnicities this guy is just popping around fucking the hippie trail just picking off hippies taking all their money <laughs> it's great it's fucking crazy um the creator wouldn't have a successful product without fans. That's true. Yeah, I appreciate that. I appreciate that point, Kevin. And I, I know what you're saying. Uh, starring Finn from Stranger Things. Oh, yeah, yeah. But no, no, the, the, um, the you wouldn't have a, a, a successful product without fans is a good point. But it's also like, but what created the fans in general wasn't necessarily it's not necessarily their interpretation. I feel like it's them trying to make themselves a part of the thing that they love without just being a fan. I think the people that I'm talking about aren't just fans. I think they're people that uh, think that feel that they are. Whereas this and it, whereas GDP live, I do feel it, there is a collaboration. There is way less of a collaboration. Like when you go up to a creator of a, a comic book and then you go, I think, yeah, you should do this. All right. I, just, I think it's really, or what do you like, whatever. I don't mean to, I should not have made that derogatory voice. I apologize. Uh, asking questions about the, uh, what, not saying that's what you sound like, Kevin, by the way, <laughs> but like uh, to any dorks that go up to conventions and say anything to the people or give those kind of notes, because it's like, for me, I'd be like, oh, cool. Yeah. That's, uh, you know, like, but it's also like, yeah, you know, I, I don't know. I, I can't, I, I wish I could think of a specific uh, case that I, but it, I, I, and, and I should have had one ready for bringing up the topic. Uh, but we have uh, more who, 
who knew nerds were who knew nerds were over uh hold on let me read this this is from avery who knew uh nerds would over in uh invest in something then get mad at creators for making a change what superhero is pat uh gay looking headband what superhero is pat gay looking headband man i don't know i don't know what that means what super what is what superhero is pat gay looking headband man is that did you was that a question i'm very confused avery i apologize i'm trying i'm trying to read the pounds but it's it's uh this collaboration isn't working out i'm sorry sharks wait on the shark either way the serpent is it's a it's not necessarily an original story like i wouldn't ever say like i like i can't tell you what i would rather the show be like that's the thing it's like a lot of times like maybe that's the thing is is it it doesn't necessarily it's not about me it's not about necessarily I think a lot of times when I'm talking about maybe super fans or or people that are overinvested in something like maybe more like passionate obviously about whatever it may be and I've been that way about things but also it always comes down to like the realization of like yeah but it's not just it's not just your it's not about you and I and that's one of the unfortunate that's one of the unfortunately good and bad things about the internet is because then you could you do something like this you go oh here's my opinion here it is and then people can seek it out or whatever or here i would be in a feed where you could just stumble upon it looking through people's stories and i appreciate it uh thanks for sticking around <laughs> but if it's like if it's a situation where you go up to the creator and you're like hey i took this opportunity to pay to get an autograph from you so I could tell you that I think the way that you did this was wrong and you should have done it this way or how dare you do this? I think in that case, those are the situations where I'm like, hey, man, share your share, your, pound off for sure. But like in that case, like, you know, they know what they're doing, I think. What's the last thing you tried? Oh, hold on. I, uh, I, have, a, I have to go back up a little bit. Uh, your superhero name is Gay Looking Headband Man. Thank you, Avery. I appreciate the clarification. Uh, Avery Quinn. Shout out to Avery Quinn 66 on baby. Uh, make sure to give him a follow on Instagram. That guy, he's putting out the quality shit. Uh, <laughs> uh, what's the last thing uh, you tried to start watching, but stopped because it was awful. Um, oh shit. Honestly, it's probably whatever Dom's watching now. I think we started to watch. Uh, oh, I know. Hold on. I could probably just pull up my, Hold on one second. Bam, shikalaka. Mute the some bitch. Go ahead and leave me alone. I'll just go to the queue. I know I got it here. Leave me alone. All right, let me go. Um, honestly, probably uh I think Cobra Kai. It's uh, that's weird. That's not not the best way to I guess it's not um uh, the best way to put it, but like I, I didn't like um so like season three of Cobra Kai, I think would be a better way to put that season three of Cobra Kai. Uh, what else? I didn't like, yeah, I guess it was just later seasons of shows I already liked. 
You know what I mean? Um, damn, I like I liked a lot of show. <laughs> I'm watching a lot of this, like I think this might just be things that maybe they already know I like. Irishman? Nope, that was great. Uh, yeah, I would have to say that. Like, and like Don would probably remember better than I did, or I can. But uh, uh, uh as far as shows. I, for the most part, I think I would watch like a trailer for something and just go like, eh, eh, I don't need to, I don't need to see that. Yeah, I'm trying to look for something, but I, I don't see anything in here that I, like off the top of my head that we started that. But she, like again, she pro, she just watches. She she would stick through a thing. We watched that uh that Kevin James uh sitcom that's on Netflix, uh the one where he's like a on a NASCAR team or something, or he's like a in the crew. I don't know if anybody's watched that. Uh, I can't get into modern day pro wrestling. Yeah. I mean, that's a, I don't, I, I haven't really actually surprisingly as somebody who is on and produces a uh, wrestling podcast, shout out to Falls count anywhere. Uh, there is a, um, I haven't even really attempted it still. Actually, I knew a lot of people that went to WrestleMania back in Florida, a lot of family that, um, got really good seats uh actually i i had family manny had some family that went uh to wrestlemania and then i think even like a couple people in like dom's like timeline and shit were were going out and like got some like got a box and that was i think because of the rain they were they i think ended up selling more inside seats like that because of the rain uh, um because it was outdoors at raymond jane stadium in uh, tampa florida so I haven't really. And I think it's interesting, too, because they went on the second night of main events and the second night of main events had the fiend and her parents are kind of kind of pretty religious and uh, not into the whole uh, not the not so into the devil as much. And uh, and there's a I, I saw some stills from the the thing. And there, there was one point where I. Uh, I know her name. Hold on. The fiend. Alexa Bliss has like a like uh this like black goo all over her face and stuff like that. And there's like this big black, it looks like uh squid, it kind of looks like venom, uh, the symbiote kind of gooey stuff like that, like oil or like uh paint or something like that. And it's like this big pentagram behind her. And I'm like, I might have like that might have been a interesting because they get like very uncomfortable. Like uh, her mom for sure gets uh, pretty uncomfortable with that stuff and understandably like if you're if you're pretty seriously religious you would obviously if you saw something that was like the the sign of the antichrist yeah you would be like this is wrestling what the fuck <laughs> and that's what you would assume like is possible in all wrestling but it's also like i don't know this is wrestlemania this one's for the devil uh a, a day two uh wrestlemania yeah there was like a or two day wrestlemania yes it was something um i think they i think they did that last year as well um but it was all no no i think it was like all like pre-taped or was at their um like their facility they kind of did the same thing that the ufc did i honestly do not know uh who did it first but i they might have been like almost like completely they might have been just kind of bouncing off each other like mimicking each other throughout the pandemic but uh wwe and or like most most wrestling actually and the ufc kind of both like took very little time off 
And then when they came back, it was performers only, mainly, very little crew, and it was all like done in 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 their in house like in their facilities. So like they had uh like at the UFC Apex, they had some um events with no fans, just um cor- like limited corners, like two or three people in a corner, I think. Maybe actually no, like I think maybe like one or two people, or whoever. I I think. I, I honestly don't know the exact things, but limited, no fans. Uh, and they would just put them, they would broadcast them on ESPN or whatever. Also Abu Dhabi and uh, uh, on fight Island, they would do uh, shows out there as well. And that one, when the last Conor McGregor and Dustin Poirier fight, they had uh, some fans, they had like 25% capacity or maybe 50% capacity. It was pretty loud. Um, the next one, the third fight they're doing, which was just announced, I think, in July, uh, is going to be, I believe, a packed house. I don't know for sure, but possibly full house in a in a full house in Vegas, baby, for that fight. So, but the two day WrestleMania this time was held at Raymond James Stadiums, and uh, they had, I guess, it was just because maybe they're just trying to maybe because of the limited capacity they wanted the thing that they could kind of set up. I don't, I don't know how much the the set changed over the two days, but they did have um, two, they had one night where they had all, you know, their main events and all that stuff. And then night two. So the first night was almost, if I remember correctly, they went over on the most recent episode where you can catch on audio only on YouTube. Uh, False count anywhere. Manny and young blood. That's Manny. That's young blood. Um, they talked about first the first night was almost all tag team stuff. Second night was a lot more main event stuff, aka the fiend. This guy right here. This is the fiend on the scene. And he uh which is pretty cool. I I do like that. It's funny that I thought that too. I was like, man, one of uh, even though I'm not somebody who watches wrestling, I like that character that they're doing because uh they brought it up a ton on Falls Count Anywhere when he originally came on the scene. Um, and the guy, uh, the wrestler Bray Wyatt, and also his character both are like it's pretty cool. Like as it kind of goes into what I was the theme of what I'm talking about with like uh, interesting like stories. Like this is a cool character that I feel like they haven't done a ton. But I think also like her parents would be pretty adverse to the pentagram and like the satanic imagery and all like the red strobe lights and i'm assuming he won his match because he's the devil i think i don't know very interesting though and and there's probably a ton of people there with fiend merch and everything so i don't know how that fared actually we should probably call them just to make sure they're okay but speaking of themes i wanted to get into this oh look who's here just in time look at you it's like it's almost like we plan it every single time she just happens to pop in the chat every once in a while. Oh, wife underscore George herself. We were just talking about serial killers. I wanted to get into serials. Look at this. I got this from uh, uh, wife George uh, herself. Got this for your boy. Knowing that I'm a huge fan of the oatmeal cream pies. As well as any most cream pies, you know what I'm saying. 
Uh, no, I have not tried it yet. Still not open. This is not cat food. Sorry, Chloe. This is you can have some too. Oh, there's look at that. There's a whole word search and everything. It's been a while. It's been a while uh, since I've had uh, cereals. We were just watching an episode of Taste Buds on the uh, uh, fuck. What is it? So Fresh Network. Fuck. What was it called? It's uh, Sal Volcano. Uh, Sal, Sal Volcanoes uh, um, from Impractical Joker. His YouTube channel. The Keep It Fresh Network. It's not kitty food. I promise you, Chloe. This is this is oatmeal cream pies. You you're not gonna like this. You can I'm you can smell it when I'm I'll open it later. I'm not even opening it now. I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have touched the box. That's my bad. I keep shaking it. Stanley's gonna show up. They're gonna start fighting. I'm gonna have to end the show early. Ian, what's up? We're about to talk about breakfast cereals. We've been talking about serial killers for about an hour and a half, and now we're gonna talk about just regular cereals. So, time's up on the serial killer time for some killer time for some killer cereals um the uh the so fresh network i don't remember whatever it is take check out taste buds with him and uh joe de rosa they were talking they talk about they brought up cereals and they were debating which is better between uh fruit loops and uh fuck what was it it was fruit loops and what was the other fuck oh cocoa pebbles that's what it was. They didn't even do fruity pebbles, which was interesting to me. Because why wouldn't you go fruit and fruit? But it's not food. Chloe, it's not food. It's not here. Go ahead. Go for it. Look at the box. She just knocked it over. This is no problem. <laughs> no problem, Ian. I appreciate it. I appreciate you being here. Um, there is uh, Ian said thanks for the update. Uh, there is uh, uh, I, I won't give away which one uh, technically wins the debate. Uh, but it kind of got Dom and I were talking about, you know, as, as you watch, as most good art does, it elicits a good conversation, right? You go to see a great movie that you love. And then afterwards you love talking about it on the way, usually on the way out of the theater. So you ruin it for everybody else waiting. If theaters ever come back, of course, in the new normal, yada, 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 not the before, you know, I'm talking about the before times. So if, uh, if like, I was trying to really think like, I don't necessarily the cereals that I ate growing up. I don't have a ton that I'm like super nostalgic for except for kind of golden grams. So like, I was trying to think of what my favorite cereals are. And I remember thinking I had never, I, I was always petrified. I don't know why I do not understand why, because I thought it was gross. Maybe this is it. I figured it out immediately. <laughs> I, all I had to do was just ask, myself the question out loud in front of you guys uh what like i i don't know why i never tried i was gonna say i don't know why i never tried cereals with like the fruit in it you know like you always saw pictured on the box like kellogg's uh frost flakes with the strawberries or raisin bran or any of this other stuff and i'd always like go like i'd want to try it but i would be just i'm like two scoops of raisin in your cereal Ugh. you know so I, I I didn't pick up the nostalgic cereal, but also Dominique was talking about how much she loved uh Fruit Loop or how the fact that she liked Fruit Loops. Um, not that they're her go-to, but I had to think about it. I really did some reflection, and I feel like my my nostalgic cereal would have to be Golden Grams, not necessarily Cinnamon Toast Crunch, but the ones that I was eating when I was younger were just kind of like you you know you every once in a while you get to pick 
you're serious. It's really important when you, you, when you get to pick what you're going to eat. So if you're at the store with your parents and they say like, Oh yeah, go ahead and pick what you want. Like anything I want, like just one box, but you know, and you're going to have to eat the box. So you could either go with the one that you go to normally or go with one that you think is going to be similar. And raisin bland, raisin brain was so different aside from frosted flakes because they were just regular flakes. But I mean, we're talking, these are different freaks. <laughs> they got raisins in them. Never ventured into it. So I wanted to try that. And I got a box of Fruit Loops and I got a box, a big, big cereal kick right now. I'm, I think I'm probably going to end up picking up a, a box of Golden Grams as well. Because if I'm really thinking about it, Pops, but I don't think I would, I think if I revisit Pops, I don't think I'm going to like them as much. That might've been a kid's like cookie crisp. That might have been a kid cereal. Like that's just you're just eating cookies for breakfast. That's cookies. So this is kind of the in that that spirit. You know what I mean? Chloe left. She gave up on the box. But that's kind of in this spirit. We were at the store once. They also have, I think, Jolly Rancher uh flavored. If I, I wasn't or Sour Patch Kids, they have weird flavored cereals for sure now. They, they, I, I went heavy with, I, I got a box of Raisin Bran. Guess what, guys? I do love them. That's, that became my, my current favorite cereal. Now I want to try this one. This might be my new favorite uh, garbage cereal, but I, I don't know. I have to try it out and I want to, I will try it out and give the <laughs> full, I, 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 it's, I'm not, I don't even know if I'm going to necessarily give a review. I just wanted to talk about cereals because I'm obviously uncovering a lot about myself via cereals you ever talk about cereal combos like uh putting cinnamon life and apple jacks in the same no that's actually i i think my my mom did that once in front of me like she did uh and it wasn't crazy it was like she would do kind of like filler almost like you would have like a rice cake she would pour some like rice krispies just regular rice krispies which she was the only one that ate that usually um and then she would pour like some cocoa crispies over or coke we wouldn't even get cocoa pebbles necessarily cocoa crispies that's what we'd get she would mix it with a sugary cereal so it'd be like oh i'm getting a i'm getting a bite it's almost like putting a, a little bit of a topping on it so that's kind of a good habit she kind of taught me that like you use cereal as a snack or a, like i never thought of it as a meal or a snack or a uh, a meal besides breakfast i always kind of like I, like i i just kind of it's weird that some people grow out of it. I guess because of the milk thing. I don't love milk. So even even in cereal, it's still kind of like I don't I don't know if I have an actual an actual allergy to it or if it's just what milk does to me, it just makes me a little farty or or what or the cereal, you know, in your mouth, yada 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 to get back to work. No, love you too, my wife. She's probably already gone by now. Sorry. Rice checks and uh, crackle, crackling oat bran. Jesus Christ. Ian coming in hard with a very unique cereal. I don't even know if I've ever heard of that. Is that a hot cereal? That's oatmeal. But uh, I, I feel like the, the combo pack is good, but there's never, there's like just, just too little cereal in there. If you ever get like the box that has eight bags in it or something like that, or or the box that has all the little boxes, or if you're at a hotel, hotel cereals, shout out to hotels. That's something I miss about uh, from the before times is going to hotels while out, well, doing comedy on the road for sure. But 
on doing comedy on the road, stopping at hotels, and then just seeing what kind of free breakfast items I could just grab. Like free, free food that you enjoy is great. Now I now that I know that I love raisin bran, I'm gonna be snagging bags of raisin bran wherever the fuck I go. Like I fucking I really like raisin bran. Then I found out raisin bran is not that I not that I went into it thinking that it was a healthy cereal, but like I definitely thought it was going to be like, yeah, it's a good alternative to like, like some of the shittier ones. But they're like, when I Google it, it's like, yeah, raisin brands kind of shitty. Like they, they sugarcoat their raisins. And it's like, ah, God damn it. And for me, I don't think you need to do that, but maybe that's why I love it so much. I need to just embrace the sugary cereal side of me. So when we were at the store and we saw the oatmeal cream pie cereal, I was like, I love I actually really like the the little Debbie treat, the oatmeal cream pie. Not just because of the name either, Ian. I know that's why you love it, JK. Uh, I used to eat so much cereal that I'd buy milk two gallons at a time, but now I haven't bought milk in 10 years. So no more cereal? Or do you switch to do you have water in the cereal? That's always that's like no matter how much I disliked milk, I would never I dislike the idea of putting water in my cereal more. And I don't know why. I, I honestly don't. I, I would rather I should probably get some kind of uh, 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 milk alternative. You know, your oat milks, your coconut milks, your almond milks. But if you're talking cereal and I know you are. I would say. That just means, and see, and that's a lot of, oh, yeah, just no more cereal. Yeah, try it out. Get a sampler pack. Try a new, I would suggest this. We're talking about cereal now. Raisin Bran was always one that I uh, I would always like. And also cornflake, like any kind of Kellogg's cornflake, any of those ones that was pictured with fruit on the front. I never loved. Frosted Cheerios. That was an old classic that I loved. I might pick up some Frosted Cheerios if they still have that. The Reese's Puff cereal, that was a sugary one when I was a kid that I think if I had now, I'd be like, damn, I don't know, man. I'm going to fucking throw up. <laughs> so, like, you know, baby step it. But dive, dive back in. Maybe you don't need the milk. Try it, you know, again, maybe Ian will try some milk alternatives together. But I was hesitant to buy this because Dom doesn't even like oatmeal cream pie the the like the actual sandwiches like the little snack foods so when i was like oh yeah do you want to try that and she's like mm, not even a little bit because let's say it tastes exactly like that still yuck oh by the way i wanted to give a shout out to pat a friend of mine named pat as well who for uh uh for he told me this is what they tell their kids him and his wife uh uh when they if they have to try something and they, they're like mm, you know they start going like eh, or something don't yuck someone else's yum i fucking love that saying so much and i'm sure that's that's probably common somebody's probably heard that before i don't i don't know for sure if they came up with that it doesn't matter i've i've never heard it before and anytime i hear something so perfectly put like that like that that's why i love the quotes you know, I love the sayings. I love the when it's something that can kind of steer your life, your existence or whatever it may be. 
in a positive way or or even like have a have a have a point where like like sum up an idea perfectly and just like in just a couple words i just i fucking love that we got a stanley on the table you're gonna be a bad boy i knew he would come because he heard the rattling he heard he he heard what i had to fucking all but douse that son of a bitch i have you know you got the spray bottles right i'm trying i'm trying i'm you know i'm not that i was like slamming them or beating them or anything like that but not having to slap my hands or scream a ton when they're fighting because it wasn't helping. Don't even think about it. He was, he's about to start biting wires. Motherfucker. Get on now. Don't jump down the stairs. Walk down the stairs. Um, no, but there, there's a... You motherfucking mind eraser. <laughs> How'd you, how dare you? Oh, yeah, yucking someone else's yum. That whatever that saying is, like it, when you can have that that kind of like, uh, you know, the golden rule. That's one of the my one of my favorites. What's up? We got Big Preem, reporting for duty. We're, we're reporting for uh, peeping, working out in the field today. Just uh, popping in to say hey, hey, how's it going, man? Uh, we're just talking about breakfast cereals. You can catch up later on. Um, don't yuck someone else's yum. Is like. That is that is a thing that like obviously they're just saying that for right now as as kids to say like don't don't uh just because you don't like it doesn't mean that it's not good. It just means it's preference. Teaching them preference is fucking so important at that young. I was like I like I I like I just said like man that is awesome. You guys are doing a fucking great job. That is perfect. But it works so well transferring it to everything if you're online don't yuck someone else's yum just just keep it to yourself that's their that's their thing i can count on one hand how many bowls of cereal i've had since my body stopped tolerating milk and don't get me wrong uh, don't get me started on milk substitutes ron says uh, that was uh, ian by the way sorry we're <laughs> hey you know what he's he's uh, I'm not yucking anybody's yum, but he is definitely pounding pretty hard here. Uh, and Ron Big Prem, since he's just popping in, he wants to uh, just pound off real quick. Yo, dude, milk rules. Have you tried a cholesterol? Oh, wait, cholesterol kind? The cholesterol kind? Borderline perfection. Oh, chocolate. Oh, sorry. That that must have been an autocorrect. I was like, what the? Isn't it kind of all the cholesterol kind? Yeah, chocolate. Chocolate milk is awesome. I will say that. So yeah, I can't say I, uh, but I like just milk on its own, two percent, whole, any of that, not non-fat for sure. Hell no. Dom accidentally got non-fat ice cream, or it's like made with non-fat milk, and and she, I I swear to God, she almost cried when she was like, we we I made her a bowl, I got that, and she and she got me the correct ice cream. She got me a kind of a, uh, she got pistachio almond ice cream or pistachio ice cream it has not almonds uh actually crushed up pistachios in it fucking awesome not the best like i like the gelato i guess or whatever but it's like this is like turkey hill or some shit uh she gets whatever it's like you know two for five but she accidentally she likes just plain up vanilla she likes cut up strawberries on it much I'm, i don't know if she's uh I, we'll have to find this out later on 
if she's that that way with her cereal. I don't know anybody that ever put chopped up uh, fruit in their cereal, except for my mom. Every once in a while, would put banana, chop up a banana. Weird to me. Maybe I'll try that too. You know, I'm a grown up now. Maybe that's a grown up thing. Non-fat milk is the biggest garbage known to man. Whole milk all the way. Fuck yeah, big preem. <laughs> he also said before that, yeah, it's all the cholesterol kind. <laughs> also, well, thumb is the biggest garbage, but skim is close to it. Yeah, a thumb too is absolutely like num- is like here, but like non-fat milk is like right there. It's like right. Th- that is not food. What do you want? Run. I'm doing a show. Chloe's fucking yelling at me. Sorry, I apologize, guys. I chopped bananas in mine. See? But, okay. So, why not try... Yeah, I milk substitutes, like, if you're... Like, it's just kind of just sugar at that point, right? I mean, a lot of milk is that as well. But maybe coconut water. Maybe that'd be good. Maybe a little bit of... Not just regular old tap water, but, like, do a coconut water or something like that. Chloe's losing her mind. They both they're both vying for this. But it's not food. Plenty of times in my 20s I'd dump an entire box of cocoa pebbles in a popcorn bowl, dump half a gallon of milk in it, and I'd go crazy. I got I got the perfect perfect formula for you. All right, hold on. We got another one. favorite brand of whole, uh, of whole uh milk from sprouts my go-to what's uh sprouts <coughs> is that a brand brand of milk i've never even thought of a brand of milk i just go with whatever's at the grocery store i guess whatever i guess whatever the store brand is popcorn bowls or adult man cereal bowls yeah i would absolutely agree i i, I totally agree with that but the perfect ratio and i think this is the point because a lot of times I, I I'm a person that if I got cereal or milk left at the end, yuck, no thank you. I don't I'm not the I don't like that. So I like to have the perfect amount of milk com- and cereal ratio, right? Uh, it's a grocery store in my area. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, yeah. Whatever it is, like whatever the normal brand, like you just go, yeah. This you got the logo. It's milk. Like whatever. I just need the thing in the carton or the whatever jug. I get the jug thing. So you get the pour the you can like I I if you if you've ever read hold on I'll show you actually right now as long as this doesn't cause any more kitty chaos a a serving of this is a cup and a fourth one and one fourth cup of of oatmeal cream pie cereal is what's recommended for this so but like I and I don't need I don't do like the gigantic heaping bowls of that I just do a regular size bowl as well. But like I, you know, you fill it, you get a good mound, just just over. Like if you're looking at the side of the bowl, it's like kind of just you get you got a nice little hump there, but it's not like gargantuan. You're not filling the whole thing. Then when you're pouring the milk in, pour pick just one little side, just a little cavern, little aqueduct on the side. That's where the milk enters. Get the milk in there, and then as soon as you see the sh- the cereal shift, just a little bit shift, stop pouring. Then eat from that same aqueduct on that same size. And then there you're going to go. Every bite has the perfect amount of milk and cereal in it. And then at the end of it, no leftover milk. So if you're somebody who's sensitive to it, you're using 
the only amount of uh, milk that you need, because I feel like if you're putting a half a gallon of milk, even in a full popcorn bowl of cereal, you're still going to have a ton left over. And I, I, maybe I'm not, maybe I'm not picturing it right, but I've never, I mean, I remember that even in ice, uh, in a Friday when ice cube did that, when he poured like a big bowl of cereal and then said, just put water on. That was the first time I ever heard of that too. I was like, I think, I don't know. I, I don't know if my mom had ever suggested it. It feels like a trauma for somebody to, to suggest putting water in it. So maybe I blocked it out, but that, that to me was just like, Oh, come on. What are you doing? <laughs> no. Ron says, uh, we got big premium pounding off some more here. He says, depends on the cereal. Some cereals make the milk kind of tasty. I, that's the thing though. I don't, aside from ice cold chocolate milk, like, like crack it open and it, it's gotta be like a little thick too. And that's, that's the part of it. Like, uh, breakfast cereal milk isn't, unless you're using a super like, ugh. you know, though, what if I use chocolate milk? Hmm. <laughs> Leftover cocoa pebble milk is the best leftover milk. That's what Ron, or that's what Ian's saying. Sorry. Uh, and then also Big Prem saying, agreeing with Ian. Uh, tricks taste like poppy uh, seed muffin cereal to me. Tricks. I don't know if I ever read. Oh, tricks is, uh, that's the, that's the one with the, yeah, the rabbit. Yeah, that's fruity, like fruity puffy cereal, right? What's the one? Oh, I'm thinking of kicks. Kicks is the one I was thinking of. That's the one I was thinking would taste like kind of like just nothing. I liked, I think I'm going to, I might revisit Corn Pops, Golden Grams. Those are my, I think those are two that might translate from uh, liking them because I, again, Cookie Crisp. And this one, I don't, I, I don't plan on loving this cereal. And that's nothing, that's nothing against them. I think it's just I've aged out of, of the, the sweet, sugary cereals. I like a nice adult cereal, <laughs> but I'd like to find the line because Kauki Crisp, again, is just eating cookies and milk. That's just all you're doing, which, um, you know, hey, silly rabbit tricks are for kids. Absolutely. <laughs> I remember the commercial. I remember it's funny, too, because I remember I saw the rabbit first and I was like, what is he stealing? Oh, yes. It was all the fruits and stuff. Bouncing out. Hell yeah, Ron. Thanks for stopping in, buddy. Keep safe out there. We'll see you Friday. Um, but yeah, I, I think essentially there's a, uh, the, I, I think there, I want to find where like the line is because I didn't, I didn't realize that I hadn't done the research guys. And you know, that's my fault. I was inexperienced with cereals uh, coming back into it. I just went into it as an adult saying like, Oh, I'm just going to go back to buying cereals again. Adult cereal is dicks in a bowl. <laughs> Alpha dicks. <laughs> Yeah, it's like it's like a. I don't mean like adult cereal, like a, a bachelorette party. I mean more like adult cereal, like uh, brands and things things that are gonna. So when I got the raisin brand, I was like, oh, this might be good source of fiber. So it'll be, I don't have to like, uh, you know, like that. You, you know, you learn a lot about your body when you get older, guys. I'm not gonna get into too much detail, but it gets harder to poop sometimes. Sometimes you need to get. Like uh, like today, sometimes you need to get a salad with your chicken wings. Eat the salad so it helps you get those chicken wings out. So when you get a bran or a cluster of uh, oats, you know, things like that, you know, roughage to kind of, you know, help everything get out. So you learn more about that, but there has to be a happy medium. And I think I'm going to use cereals more as a dessert 
going forward. If I'm being completely honest with you guys, in closing, for now, because I'm sure we'll revisit this. I'm sure Charles will have some more to say about Serpent and all both serials. I want to get everyone's opinions on what's what is what's your favorite and not favorite in the sense of uh, uh, with the killer. Like what's you know, which one do you think is the best, but the most interesting? And as far as serials, which one do you think is the best? Huh? I'm going to try this one. I honestly I, I, I don't know for sure if it's going to be. Oh, it's naturally and artificial flavored. They had, th- I think they even had Girl Scout cookie flavors of cereals too, which, which I would have to assume would be just Kauki Crisp again. You can't say it any other way. I love that cereal as a kid, and I love the fact that I got to eat it. There's no way that was at all good for you. And that's if that's still available, shame on them. Try harder. Don't just break up cookies and put them in a box. Try harder. Make, make a cookie a cereal. Don't just put cookies in cereal. I know that oatmeal cream pie is not necessarily that. I don't even know. Do they have a little frosting between them? Intrigued. I can't wait. I'll let you guys know. I'll see you Friday. I love you all. Bruce.